Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Wednesday, November the 17th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. It's always an honor and a privilege to pray with you and for you Monday through Friday between the hour of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. As I have said before, and I'll say it again, if I ever miss something, a timeline or whatever, pray for me, lift me up. I need your prayers. We need the prayers of one another. In fact, according to Galatians chapter six, verses number one through three, the word of God tells us that brothers, if someone is caught in sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. And so here the word basically tells us that we are our brother's keeper, that we are our brother's keeper. If we say that we are of the faith, if we say that we are spiritual, if we say that we are Christians, right, which means we have a desire to be Christ-like, then it is up to us that when we see our brothers and our and or our sisters who are caught in sin, when something is caught, that means they're being held up. Sin is sin has caught them. Maybe they're caught up in a relationship that they can't seem to get out of. Maybe they're caught in um, a financial buying, meaning maybe they're they're stealing or taking something from the job, but they're for whatever reason, sin has them bound. They are caught in sin. They are caught in sin. The Bible tells us that us who are spiritual, that we are spiritual, meaning we know God, we know the things of God. We spend time in his presence. We read our word, right? It is up. It is up to us to restore him gently. Meaning when somebody is caught up in sin, when they are caught up in something that they should not be doing, most people, if they're caught in sin and they are connected to us, hopefully we have lived a life where we have been witnesses. We have been a witness to them. Okay, doesn't mean we've been perfect in front of them, but we've led a life where um, they see us as someone who can um, hopefully uh, gently, right? The Bible says gently restore them. But see, this is where we have to be careful. That's why when you have friends or when you are with your family or, or people that you surround yourself, people at work, that's why it is important that you don't do and do everything that they do, that you don't get it caught up in some of the conversations that other people get caught up in, that when when everybody is doing things that you know is not pleasing to God, that you just don't go the way that they go, because the Bible says that we are to restore them gently. Now, does that mean these people could have never seen us mess up or make a mistake? Absolutely not. But they should see that God is still Lord over our lives. 
eyes, they should see that, yes, you know, we still struggle. We still go through. We still have our moments. We still do all of that. But at the same time, we're, we're struggling. We're also calling on God. We're also saying, Lord, deliver me. So that they can see that even though we might be going through, we have a source. We have the source, right? So I think, you know, sometimes people get it confused because they think because you're spiritual, you don't go through anything. I beg to differ because the Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord God delivereth him from them all. So when you go through, it's not if you're going to go through, but it's how are you going to go through it? How are you going to go through whatever situation is going on in your life? Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I say this all the time when people say, want to make comments about people being so this or so that. But guess what? When people are so of the world, they are so of the world. They don't have a problem pulling up next to you, bumping their, you know, uh, the music they're listening to, you know, with the profanity in it or whatever. They don't have a problem using profanity. They don't have a problem doing any of that. But yet as Christians, sometimes people will make us want to feel like we have to hide who we are when they they are not going to hide who they are. And so, like I've said before, if people are doing things in front of me, if they're talking about inappropriate things in front of me, if they're saying inappropriate things in front of me, then I can talk about my God in front of them. And that's just the way I feel about it. You know, and so if they want to take it to whomever, then we can take it to whomever, because if my God offends you, then your conversation or your actions offend me. Right. And so that is where sometimes we have to come to terms with for Christ. I live and for Christ. I die because worldly people, they're going to show you who they are. They're going to show you who they are by the things that they say and by the things that they do. But the Bible tells us that if our brothers and sisters are caught in sin, meaning they they're caught, they can't move forward. They can't move backward. They're stagnant. They are caught up in sin. The Bible tells us that you who are spiritual should restore him gently. That means you can't go to that person who's caught in sin and pull them out and yank them out. Because sometimes that's where that spiritual warfare and that resistance comes, right? Because some people like where they are. I had to learn that. Some people, we can give them all the scripture, We can give them all the word. We can give them all the reasons why they should not be doing what they are doing. But you know what? We have to remember that they're caught. They are caught. And sometimes people like where they are. Think about it. If sin didn't feel good, people would not do it. It's the bottom line. If sin did not feel good at that moment, people would not do it. But they are caught in sin. The word says those who are spiritual should restore them gently. Meaning you can't beat them over the head with the Bible. Meaning you cannot convict them by telling them what the Bible says. Telling them how they're going to be consequenced. Telling them all of this. They can't hear that. But it says to restore them gently. So how do you restore someone gently? 
right? How do you restore someone gently? And that's where we need the wisdom of God. But then it says, but watch yourself or you may also be tempted. Why does the Bible say that? How is that so, right? How is it that if I'm trying to restore you gently, I could be tempted because here's the reality. Here's the reality of the situation. When someone is caught in anything, right? When, when, when you have an animal that is caught in a trap or you have, um, just anything that is caught. If you have a volleyball that is caught in a net, you have to gently, you have to gently let that thing loose. Number one, because you could get hurt, right? You could get hurt. You could tear something up. If you've had something that's caught in something, maybe you've even had um, a nail. I'll use that as an example. Caught in in a pair of pantyhose or a stocking. If you don't gently take that nail or gently take whatever is caught up in that stocking off, you could rip your whole stocking, right? That's what the word of God is telling us that if we're not careful, we could get caught up because you have to go in. You have to engage with that person that is caught in that sin. And if you are not strong enough to handle what that person is doing, if you are not strong enough to handle that sin that they are caught up in, you could also be tempted. You So if that person is caught up in a relationship that they don't have any business being in and you're trying to restore that person gently. So you're hearing what they're saying. You're hearing how they said this person made them feel and why they did this and why they did that. Next thing you know, you start thinking about, man. I'm going through too. Maybe I should get a, you know, people say a side piece, a sneaky link or whatever they calling it now. You know, maybe I should step out, you know, or maybe somebody is um caught up in sin in terms of they are just gossiping, right? And they won't stop gossiping because gossiping is a a sin. Murmuring and complaining is a sin. And sometimes people just have that spirit, right? They are caught in that spirit. And so here you are trying to restore them gently. You're trying to bring them out of that. You're trying to talk about things that are positive. Talk about things that are uplifting, right? But then, right, when, when that happens... They say something and maybe you've had a bad day. So you kind of jump on that bandwagon and before you know it, right, you you're right there caught up in it. So we have to restore people gently. The Bible tells us to carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. So not only when I come to see about my brother or my sisters who are caught in sin and I'm restoring them gently and you're restoring them gently, right? We have to continue to pray for them, to pray with them, carrying their burden. That's how you carry someone's burden. You intercede on their behalf. If it's something that you can do, right? Then you do it. If it is within your power to do it, you do it. Maybe they've not managed their funds well, right? Maybe they've not um, 
done what, what God has told them to do. Maybe they are, you know, not using wisdom in some of their situations. So, you know, as somebody is connected to you, you know, you carry that burden of sin. You labor in the spirit for them. That, you know, that whatever it is that has them caught up would loose them and let them go in Jesus name. Would loose them and let them go in Jesus name. We have the power and the authority in our mouth to call those things that are not as though they were. The, the word says that whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Binding and loosing is a key to the kingdom. You have authority and power in your mouth. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. So we speak to those things. That's how we carry one another's burden. We go to the chief intercessor. We go boldly to the throne of grace and we command some things, right? Let it be in earth as it is in heaven. We carry one another's burdens and we fulfill the law of Christ by doing all of that. Why? Because we are to love God with all of our heart, all of our mind and all of our soul. And we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. If we love our neighbor as we love ourselves, guess what? We wouldn't be talking about each other, right? We wouldn't be coveting one another, one another spouse, right? We wouldn't be out here murdering people, these two scriptures are, are packed with a lot. But I really want you to think about that being caught in sin and restoring someone gently and being careful about that. Being careful that you don't get caught up. You who are spiritual, you can't just go to a trap where somebody is trapped where somebody is caught and think you're just going to pull them out. Because if you pull them out too quick, you could hurt them. If you pull them out too quick, you could hurt yourself. If you pull them out too quick, guess what? You both could get trapped. So when it says gently, to me, that says strategic. Warfare is strategic. Spiritual warfare is strategic. And sometimes, even when it looks like the enemy has won the battle, know this, because you are a king's kid, he will never win the war. He's already defeated. So you already have the victory, not only for yourself, but for your, those connected to you. You who are spiritual. So we're not going to pray this morning. That's my 15 minutes. I had every intention of praying, but you know what? Sometimes the Holy Spirit, even when I read it and meditated on it yesterday, the word caught and gently didn't have my mind in, in a place of a trap, of a trap and the gentleness, which is a fruit of the spirit gentleness. Come on. It's a fruit gently. Gently, 
we restore one another. How do we restore one another? Gently, not beating folks over the head. And sometimes we think we're going to scare them with God. Mm-mm. I've been there. I'm going to scare them with God. I'm going to tell them what the scriptures say. But when a person is caught in sin, it takes the spiritual and it takes the power of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible tells us that it is the, the anointing that destroys the yoke. And that's where the spiritual aspect comes in. The anointing over your life in prayer. The anointing on how you just live. Living a righteous lifestyle. Before someone who is caught in sin. Is a part of being anointed. Because they see how you move. They see what God is doing in your life. They see the promotion and promotion only comes from God. Then they, then they know through your language, through your actions, through your words, through your deeds, through the things you don't say. Because every time you don't have to beat somebody over the head with the scripture, sometimes you just have to just be. And, and, the, and the presence of of God is on you. You just have to be and let God rest, rule, and abide in your life. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Be blessed. Bye-bye.